moving on to Square Enix. Mm. Uh, so this one, you know, it was it was nice. We had like a nice little forty five minute break between the two, um, between the uh, Xbox, which we needed. I needed to go outside and smoke a cigarette. Essentially, <laughs> after that, that fucking ninety minute uh, marathon, um, it was like sting from the police, like eight hours sex sex fun, but video games. Um, <laughs> But you know, Square Enix was only about forty minutes. Uh, they focused; they didn't spend too much time on a lot of stuff besides the first game. Guardians of the Galaxy officially revealed. The second time I gasped and jumped up was Guardians of the Galaxy when announced October twenty sixth this year. Coming, uh, it's coming to everything: last gen, new, next gen, uh, PC. It's a single player game, um, third person story driven game. It's not live service. That was like a lot of the conversation it was like, "What is this game going to be?" A lot of people were like nervous after the Avengers debacle of this just being a live service game. And yeah. So anyways, a single player, third person. Uh, then we had the final fantasy collection that was rumored. that we talked about this guy has final fantasy one through six. And it's called a pixel remaster, but Gables, it's not actually a collection. No, each game is coming out individually, uh, coming out individually at different times. So it's not one big collection. It said coming soon. Um, and it's only coming with the mobile and steam. It Which... was the weirdest announcement I think I've, uh, and this is like from after the fact, you know, like after the conference is done, but reading up upon it, yeah, six individual releases, a pixel remaster, which I'm not too sure what the hell does that have to, what the hell that Nobody means. Does. But at Nobody the same does. time, a lot of these same games are available on both mobile and on Steam already. But now, but now it's a pixel remaster. And God knows, they overcharge for these things already on uh, Steam and mobile, so God knows how much these are going to cost. Um, but anyways, moving on here. So Legends of Mana is coming June twenty fourth. Uh, Avengers. We had the War for Wakanda um, trailer, but it was no gameplay. Uh, one of my predictions was they were going to announce it for September. Um, it's still slated for this year, but there was no release date um, and there was no gameplay. So yeah, there was that was that. Uh, Hitman Mobile was shown off. Uh, then we had. The Final Fantasy First Soldier, we had like a 10-second teaser for that, which is that Battle Royale phone game that's coming uh, that's like basically like turning the Final Fantasy VII Remake asset into a mobile Battle Royale game. Um, that's still scheduled for this year. Babylon's Fall was, was a... We had some gameplay for that. Uh, it's, it's a PlayStation exclusive. It's made by Platinum Games. Um, and apparently, I guess it's going to be a live service game as well. So there's that. Uh, then they spent some time on Life is Strange. We got a trailer for the uh, uh, the remaster collection for the and the new uh, engine that they're using that Deck Nine is using for Life is Strange uh, True Colors. They remade the uh, Life is Strange uh, One and Before the Storm um, in the new engine that's coming September thirtieth. And there's like a deluxe edition that you can buy of Life is Strange True Colors that will come with it. Um, or it, the, the the regular game's full price. I think it's like. 70 or 80 dollars if you want the collection that has the remaster i don't know how much this can be separately but true colors comes out september 10th but the collection the remaster comes out on the 30th and then finally the, the one more thing was final fantasy origins stranger of paradise which was the game that was leaked a couple weeks ago it's coming in 2022 it's made by um team ninja uh there's a demo that's exclusive on ps5 you can play it now it's it's available until june 24th but the but uh the uh the demo it's corrupted, so you can only can actually play it. Um, <laughs> but that was the whole press conference. It was about forty minutes. Um, Gables, what was your thoughts on this whole press conference? I'll be perfectly honest with you. I was hearing rumblings about a Guardians of the Galaxy game, but I didn't think anything of it. 
but it's been it's been teased for it's been rumored for six years yeah and i didn't think that it would actually come to fruition and then lo and behold the first game they introduced in their press conference is guardians of the galaxy but that's not what surprised me one it was releasing this year two it Mm -hmm. actually looks fantastic to be perfectly honest with you that was the biggest surprise because of how botched they made like marvel's avengers you know i was not expecting a good quality in like guardians of the galaxy game but that game impressed me they went on and on and it wasn't because like the gameplay and everything it was the banter back and forth between the party members and stuff it mm-hmm. definitely felt like a well acted like well like well like uh like non-functional family sort of feel kind of reminiscent to the comics themselves you know even to the mm-hmm. source material itself plus on top of that you have you have a writer that was front and center in creating a lot of those like uh, various comics for Guardians of the Galaxy. So the tone, the the gameplay of it was really hilarious. I love that one part and stuff where you get to decide whether or not like uh, how you're going to cross this bridge and stuff, and you elect to just toss rat like rocket across the damn like chasm <laughs> and stuff. It's like he'll land on his feet. Yeah, he'll land on his feet. All of a sudden, you see this <laughs> stuff just plow into it. I'm like <laughs> clunk. It just you clunk. son of a bitch. <laughs> Oh, that was I, I got an audible laugh out loud. Over my God, on that one. this is the first time in a long time where a game has actually made me laugh for the right reasons. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was a it was. It, I haven't laughed this hard at a game since I played Cyberpunk. It, oh. I wasn't laughing because of Cyberpunk, the game. I was laughing. Well, I was laughing at the game, but I wasn't laughing because the, they, the game was funny. Oh, the last time I had a good audible laugh or anything while I was playing a game, it it, it was fucking Untitled Goose Game. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> But uh, my thoughts about this press conference, I mean, yeah, Guardians of the Galaxy was fantastic. I definitely was surprised by the whole Final Fantasy collection. And yeah, you were right that they mentioned more than fucking three Final Fantasy games. In this Six, conference. seven, eight, <laughs> eight Final Fantasy games. You said games. at least three and you mm-hmm. shot through that by a long mark. But uh, yeah, just just wait till we get to the our prediction score, Gables. Oh, I've already checked out the, the prediction scores. <laughs> And let me and let me tell you, listeners, it's like we went into this day and day two, tied for negative one, and Tyler no, shot tied at zero. up. No, we were tied at zero. Yeah, you're right. And Tyler literally shot up by like five points, and I went down by a point. <laughs> so he's leading by five. But anyways, well, it's more than that now. Let's see. Legend of Mana. Legend of Mana releases this month. It looks like a faithful like uh, remaster of the PS1 classic. Is it, is, it, is it a remaster or is it a new Mana game? No, it's actually like a remaster of the PS One game. Okay, I they didn't know if did. Le- I knew I didn't know if Legends was one of the main was one of the games already or not. Yeah, Legend of Mana has been around for a while. It was uh, predominantly debuted on the PS One during SquareSoft's like heyday back then. But uh, yeah, it's it's interesting because now people get to experience that game again, and it's going to be functioning. I feel like it's going to be a much better experience than what the original game was. But uh, Avengers War for Wakanda, you know, I'm not really interested in the Avengers stuff. I was glad to see it there. Hitman Mobile and Final Fantasy First Soldier 2021. I'm like, I'm like, yeah, mobile games, you know, they look fine, but I I don't really play mobile games. Let's see. Mm. Babylon's Fall, like uh, that PlayStation exclusive, quintessentially. That one looks fine. I mean... Platinum Games is behind it. I I don't question the gameplay of it. I 
I am not really invested into it after they said live service game. I'm like, I cannot invest in another live service game. I mean, I got fucking Destiny 2. I got these other games that, with that, it's like there's so much time I can actually uh, delve into those type of games, Tyler. But uh, Life is Strange, immediately when I saw it, I'm like, oh, this is Tyler's jam right here. I mean, this is all the type of games that he loves right there. The remasters look good. Mm-hmm. The third game looks promising and stuff. It may not be my cup of tea, but man, these are definitely the type of games that if you're interested in it, you're going to just love the story and experience of it. But uh, the biggest shocker, honestly, had to have been Final Fantasy Origins Stranger of Paradise. Now... The thing about it is, yes, Tyler's correct as we were hearing rumors, reading rumors about, like, Koei Tecmo in terms of Team Ninja in regards to, like, a uh, taking their hand on, like, a Final Fantasy game. But this direction and how it was portrayed, I did not guess that this was a Final Fantasy game up until I heard the character named Garland, which I immediately recognized as the, as the main antagonist of the original Final Fantasy I'm thinking, oh my god, this is like a remaster of the original game, isn't it? And all of a sudden I see this action-packed gameplay and this and that, and it's like, a bold new direction for Final Fantasy. And it's like, and it's just basically like a freaking hack-and-slash type of, like, Koei Tecmo-style game, you know, fast-paced, this and yeah. that. It, it seems like it's basically like a um, like the Hyrule Warriors of Final Fantasy. Yeah, quite essentially, that's what it looked like to me. But you know what, Tyler? Despite like a couple of hiccups here and there in this press conference, I did like it. I did like what was presented. I was fairly impressed with Guardians of the Galaxy, and I would give that an 8 out of 10. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm so torn on this one because uh, so far, Guardians of the Galaxy is my game of the show. Mm. Um, I think so far, like, Somerville and Replaced were like coming out of that. Somerville is probably my game of the show. Um, replaced as a close second, but then after I saw Guardians of the Galaxy, like I was so nervous about this game because I, I, you know, I'm not like a comic fan, but I love the movies or the the movie, yeah, the movies, both of them. Uh, I'm a big MCU fan. Uh, the Telltale uh, Guardians of the Galaxy game I really enjoyed, where a lot of people did not seem to like it. I liked it quite a bit. Um, definitely, that was one of those games that I, I laughed out loud multiple times. That game um, made me want to watch the movies after seeing that. <laughs> Oh yeah, Dude, you need to. They're they're so there's man, they're probably like two like both those like there's like 22 MCU movies and not including like 25 if you include the series, the TV shows on Disney Plus, and the, those two movies are probably in my top like six area. Um, yeah, those games are those, those are the ones I probably watch more than any other ones. Um, I, I'm definitely that was the same same vibes over like I, I definitely wanted to like jump back and just go back and watch those movies again. Um, but yeah, that. So great, so great. I I was blown away by how like I was so happy to hear third person story driven. Yes, not li- I, I love how they drove that home because like coming out, Jay Schreier came out. I was like, this isn't. This was always supposed to be a, a single player game. This was never a live service. This wasn't like a last minute change it from a live service to a full blown game. Obviously, it's, you can't do that five years into development. But, you know, nine months after fucking avengers flops right you can't change it around and it come out a year later um so yeah like seeing this i can't wait for that i'm so hopeful for this game obviously like ideos montreal not a bad studio but like they made shadow of the tomb raider which is the third of the the reboot franchise and it was a it was an okay game like it was definitely like everybody i think came out of it like like never not like tomb raider games or like game of the year style games but they're always like 
really solid like 8.5 kind of games and like Shadow of the Tomb Raider came out and it was like a 7.5 kind of you know there were still a... like good games but not like oh, yeah, say was... the, the yeah. game of the year there... materials like you were saying I, I don't expect this game to be like it, I don't if, if this come if I come out of this like and this is like in my like top 5 of the year kind of game that's gonna be an accomplishment that's, <laughs> that's gonna be a very big accomplishment I, I feel like I I'm, I love this IP um, even though like I said I'm not like big into like the comics or anything like that but I love what I've the stuff I've have ingested from them, I love it. Um, the gameplay looks really fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love, like I said, the banter audibly laughed out loud multiple times. I don't know how I feel about the whole making decisions stuff. That could be interesting. Um, I don't like it necessarily when games tie that in so much. But this anymore. one was fairly like, interesting, was... honestly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there was, the banter was always good, but it's like I almost want to just kind of just tell me the story. Uh, but yeah, I was. I love the gameplay where you can like command, like kind of like a Dragon Age kind of style where you can like. You you play as as Peter Quill, Star Lord, and uh, you can like use button commands to, like tell them like what to do and have them do attacks for you. And then like the music in this, so I was very confused, Gables, because I watched the, when I was watching this live. There was two streams that Square Enix was doing. Yes, there was the regular one, and then there was a DMCA free one. So people that were live that were like Twitch streaming this like live reactions. Really? Because they did a they did a Square Enix what was this, like, presents. Uh, earlier this year, where they announced like Life is Strange two colors, and they showed off some Avenger stuff. But the problem was, is like they told all these tri- these Twitch streamers like going into it, it's like, all right, you need to like because they're doing a lot of licensed music, where it's like if you don't want your shit possibly get taken down or get DMC- DMCA strikes, uh, which we know all about now, fucking yep. Katy Perry, um, <laughs> where you, you need to mute you need to mute these. Uh, these sections, otherwise you can get a DMCA strike. So I was watching like because it was during a work day, and I came home and I watched. I just watched like a live, like a live react to it, and they had to mute like three quarters of it. Yeah, like, this is this is fucking dumb. So I ended up stopping that, and so I I didn't realize it. I was watching. I didn't wasn't watching a live react. I was watching it normally, but the one I clicked on was a DMCA one, and I'm like, the music in Guardians of the Galaxy. This kind of sucks. It was like some just like generic like music, and then like. um uh, what, what what one there was Avenger uh, was it Avengers or one of them I was watching another one that's where I figured it out like there was just no it was muted there was no <laughs> the gameplay was muted the music was muted I'm like why is it just quiet and then I saw the thing where it's saying um, license means it's taken out I'm like what and I looked it up I was kind of scrolling through Twitter and that's where I saw like oh so then I went back and I switched over and I found a regular one I watched the rest of it I watched the rest of it like this and then I went back and I watched the the first half again. With, with, which is so weird because like outside of the Guardians of the Galaxy stuff where they, lo- they use a lot of music like a lot of licensed music mm-hmm. the rest of it was just like j- regular like game music or just generic music anyways yes. that wasn't tied to anything so I'm like why the fuck was this outside of Guardians of the Galaxy you didn't need to do that so anyways going back and we were watching the Guardians of the Galaxy thing with the licensed music obviously made it ten times better yes, there's like did. the there's like the ultimate move that like they uh, each character has, and like one of them, like Peter Quill, he puts the, his uh, cassette t- tape on, he puts his headphones on, and he starts playing. Um, what was it? Uh, I need a hero. I think it was. Yeah, the balling tower. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but yeah, like I love it. I lo- you know, I, I'm, I, I'm just blown away by that fucking game. And I think it went on a little too long, even for me. I was like, it was like 50, it was like almost half of the, the conference was. It was, was but it was Mark fairly Garden fascinating, honestly. Oh, no, I <laughs> I loved it, but even I was like, okay, I don't need to, like, I'm just at the point where I don't need to see anymore. Like, I'm, you've already sold me. Like, I can't get any more erect. I did like, like the title screen, though. It's just idle. Everyone's doing their own thing or something like that. You see Star Wars yeah. just jamming on his bed, rocket. <laughs> like, Drax yeah. actually reading something on there. That was, actually took me aback. <laughs> yeah, it was incredible. I was blown away by it, but like, 
uh, going on like Final Fantasy collection, um, I audibly laughed out loud when they uh, another moment that made me laugh out. Square Enix was the funniest one of all of them. Uh, when it just said like they showed up the Final Fantasy collection, Steam and mobile. <laughs> what? <laughs> really? Wow! On the same like, platform, they already have the games on. You know. And I hope yeah. I hope these damn games come to console for God's sake. I yeah. mean, come on. It was funny. Someone posted this in the talking ship group, like this, and I, like someone went in there. It's only Steam and Mobile. Like a bunch of people were like super excited and like talking about how excited they were. And then someone's like, "It's only for Steam and Mobile, guys." And everybody's like, "Everybody's like, fuck." That's what I said, actually. <laughs> I'll, let me just say, let me just say this right now. As soon as I saw like the blurbs, like, oh my god, it's Final Fantasy Collection. It's like one through six, and all of a sudden I'm, I'm so excited. I look over and I see for Steam and Mobile. I'm like, fuck. That's Remind exactly me after after said. we get done recording, Gables. There's a live reaction that someone posted on Twitter. Um, <laughs> that's fucking hilarious. I think it's the um, Mega sixty four people. Okay. Uh, their live reaction when like it's it's fucking hilarious. Remind me afterwards. Okay. Uh, Legend of Mana. I, like I don't know much about it, but Avengers. I was hoping to see a little more from 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 that. They showed off like just kind of updates coming the rest of the like, rest of the year. Uh, it, this is this is why I was really concerned because I think the gameplay of Avengers was good when I, I bought it. I played a few hours of it. It's like I I thought the gameplay was good. The, the the campaign was really good. But once you got to like after like four or five hours, you get into like the live service part of it of the campaign, and it ruined that game for me. I really wish they um, would have never added that live service shit to it. Yeah, never. Yeah, the game would have been so much better off. Oh that. yeah. Um, Babylon's Fall though I, this. This just reeks of the the D the, like the C team from Platinum Games. Whereas like we all know like Platinum Games the A team, one of the best in the business. Yep. Top no, there's no one better than them at this style of game than than them. Like Nier Automata, the Bayonetta games, like they fucking kill it. My God, the B team, yes. not not bad. Still, they're pretty good. Like, like the Transformer game. Yeah, the Transformers yeah. game is fucking amazing. Yeah, that game was really good. Like there's a B team, like that B team. Still makes solid, you know, seven point five out of out of ten kind of games, but then there's the teen the teenage mutant Ninja turtle guys, and I feel like this is them. <laughs> this game looked fucking awful. The what the fuck? The, this game looks so generic and terrible. It's like what uh, I was saying. I thought it looked okay, but yeah, it didn't really invest me like I thought it was going to. Gables, this looks like a bad. Like offshoot of Godfall. Honestly, I could see the comparisons of why people would feel that yeah. way. <laughs> I I didn't I I totally forgot that Babylon's Fall was a separate game. I yeah. remember that title, but I always just assumed Godfall and Babylon's Fall were the same fucking thing. Oh, no. And they look like I mean, they just looks like a lower budget, not as good looking Godfall game. Uh, and coming out finding out it was live service like Godfall. I fuck maybe they are the same game they're just fucking with us like godfall they're trying to so hard to sell the game to us not only are they they degrading it to ps4 they're renaming it as babylon's fall they're oh trying to get us to buy God. more copies <laughs> what if that's what they're doing to us we're just gonna like every game that's fallen it for now on titanfall 3 is gonna come out we're gonna be so excited it's just fucking godfall that's all it is it's <laughs> <laughs> just fucking with us at this point like, god fuck they got me again I bought the same game like five times. They keep fucking doing it. For those of us uh, watching the F, for those of us watching the Twitch stream or whatsoever or something like that, if that were ever to happen, I hope that if you're watching our podcast or whatever the hell in Twitch, you just type in a random F and just post that along inside of our chat. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Fuck. God damn, man, this fucking game. But um, yeah, life is strange. Like you're talking about, I am a huge fan. I have 
my Life is Strange Arcadia Bay art book. That's why I had to get up here oh. earlier. I love it. Uh, it's it's just basically they converted a uh, a yearbook into like it looks like a yearbook the amount like a coffee stain yeah up here somewhere and like it's it's a really cool book I I genuinely enjoy looking at it um huge Life of Strange fan I loved one before the storm is one of my favorite video game stories ever right uh Life of Strange two was okay the, it just the, be, taking fifteen months to put out a whole season was just it was a bad idea yeah, uh, that's I why agree. i'm so excited for true colors coming out uh it's all coming out on day one it's it's the episodic is over uh and i'm so happy about that the remasters i'm glad that's coming out hope the new engine it looks i mean they're, they're not like graphical like powerhouses here but um coming out again uh, i'm hoping people you know maybe that didn't play it the first time check these out because life is strange is um i am a fanboy of the life is strange uh franchise um, and I'm, I'm so hopeful for True Colors, and I'm really excited now that Deck Nine is basically taking over um, the, uh, the, the franchise um, after uh, I just spaced the name of the original studio. Uh, it's not on the book. I don't remember who made it. Uh, I'm sorry, but um, I love that original studio. Uh, they made Life is Strange One and Two before the storm was made by Deck Nine, which is my favorite of the three. And now they're getting their own one here, and even tying in a character from Before the Storm. All the, all the games connect. They're all in the same universe. And I'm, I'm, I'm so looking forward to what they do. But it's kind of the same thing where it's like, Guardians of the Galaxy, after a while, I didn't need to see any more of this. And it was kind of the same way after True Colors was revealed um, earlier this year. It's like, I mean, I get why you have it here. But I don't, I don't want to see or know any more about it because um, this is such a, a story-based heavy game. The, the more you see, the more it ruins for me. Uh, and then finally, uh, Final Fantasy Origins, Stranger of Paradise. Um, it just looks like a C plus level platinum game to me. <laughs> it, like I think the, the Babylon's Fall, if that's a D level platinum game, this is like a C plus level platinum game. Uh, it it mm. like I'm not, and I talked about this a few weeks ago. Like I'm not a huge Final Fantasy guy. Um, obviously, um, you know, Koi Tecmo and Ninja Theory is working on this one. Yeah. So I'm sure people, I mean, it, it definitely seems like if you have to be a fan of the franchise, I like it. It's like Hyrule Warriors. Like, like I, if you jumped in not caring about Zelda, you're not going to care about that kind of game. Yeah. Same thing with the Fire Emblem Warrior game. Very true. Like, you don't give a, like, I tried playing that game. And, like, the gameplay's fine, but it's just like, I don't give a fuck about Fire Emblem. Why yep. fuck, I'm not, so I'm not really enjoying this. <laughs> like, Gables would love it. Oh, yeah, I don't know I why. Love it. I played it. Yeah, but it's just like, why? Did, I bought that. I'm like, I found it for cheap, and I'm like, why the fuck am I playing this game? I don't even give a fuck about Fire Emblem. You didn't even um, play any Fire Emblem. <laughs> yeah, right? I don't know why I bought it. I did, but I did. I don't even like Dynasty Warriors. But I like Hyrule Warriors, except for Age of Calamity. That game wasn't very good. Uh, but yeah, this is this just looks like more, you know, if you, more of that, but not as good to me. I, a lot of people were saying this was like a, a mediocre Devil May Cry game is what all people were saying. Coming out of it, um, it, it didn't really impress me, honestly, that much. I mean, it was a surprise, you know, seeing that this is the type of game they're going to go into a direction for a spinoff. But it's like, yeah, yeah, it didn't leave me with the best impressions. I thought it was like maybe an okay, like reveal and stuff. But unless they absolutely show something within the next like uh, year that would and suggest otherwise, I would not give this game a chance. Then, <laughs> mm-hmm. like, I was surprised by a couple things that were like Forspoken supposed to come out. Yeah. I think first half of next year, Final Fantasy 16 is supposed to come out this year. Allegedly, not that anybody believe that believes that, but no. that's, it's kind of like the God of War Ragnarok situation. As soon as they said that, like you're, you're fucking lying. No, no, sorry. oh no. Um, so uh, I'm I'm shocked that we didn't see that. If like if those games are supposed to come in the next 
six eight months like why wouldn't you have that here but also the 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 plans plans are with the the squaring uh presents is they're saying they're trying to they plan on doing them every three to four months having having these so but if you're not planning on doing one for another three months we're talking like september october i doubt final fantasy 16 will get a 2020 release date unless they just do a, a random offshoot thing which why wouldn't you show it here then at E3, that's going to have more eyeball, eyeballs on it than ever. Oh, um, yeah. This is definitely, honestly, with all things considered, even another theme of E3, it feels like they're setting up 2022 to be a big fucking year. Like, yeah. not just with uh, not just with Microsoft, but also with Sony. Also, in terms of Square Enix, is going to be one of those companies as well. But, uh, man, it just makes me look forward to... The other conferences, not only tomorrow but on Tuesday. Yeah, and coming out, you gave it an eight out of ten. Yeah. I've I've been like I've been so torn about this one because like Ubisoft yesterday wasn't never really like yeah there wasn't things I wasn't like interested in so much because just as me but like I felt as selling Ubisoft in their games they did a much better job like every game Absolutely. every game they showed there was like everything none of them spoke to me besides Mario plus Rabbids, um, and I gave that a seven out of ten. But it's like every game they did a good job of showing up every game. This one I feel like coming out of it, like I saw a lot of negative reactions to Guardians of the Galaxy from people. And it's like this is more so people that don't care about Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, like, pretty much. Whatever. Like, um a lot of people were like, get you know, move on to the JRPG shit. That's why we're here. And then it was funny, I saw a lot of people like after like that were saying get get on to the JRPG shit after like three or four of like shitty looking JRPG games and like the the bullshit like the mobile stuff and then the, the bullshit collection thing say all right go back to guardians please go back to guardians that was a good part uh so i've been all over the map because like guardians of the galaxy they spent almost half of the, the press conference on it um and that was that's so far my game of the show so ah. but i feel like everything else they just did not a good they did not do a good job besides like life is strange and guardians of the galaxy guardians i feel like they did a good job with those life is strange yeah i would agree with you on that man guardians but everything else just looked strange. they did nothing for me or it was like hurt those games i would say more than they like help those games mm-hmm. uh i don't think anybody was impressed by them so i got for me personally it's like a 7.5 but i gotta say yeah. for square enix it's like a six i think because like i yeah I, I, I'm, I'm giving it a six out of ten because i that's fair yeah because like i said everything else was a trash fire but the one thing i they did have that i liked i loved but yeah i that's kind of yeah where i am so um yeah, I mean, we are now, Gables. Day two is done. Mm-hmm. Uh, so kind of our plans for the rest of this E3 is we plan as of right now to come back tomorrow on Monday right. for day three. But there's not – we don't really know what the plan is. So like, We don't know what's going to be shown off, what's going to be revealed. So we may not if nothing – if there's nothing really to talk about, maybe we will, maybe we won't. Capcom's got a thing tomorrow. Um, I think Warner Brothers has a thing. WB has a thing tomorrow. Yeah, maybe. I'm actually just double checking um, right now what the schedule okay, thank is you. for tomorrow for yeah. Monday the 14th. There's, yeah, there's week. not as much stuff going on tomorrow as there was this weekend, obviously. And then Tuesday we have Nintendo, and I think there's one and Bandai Namco are, are um, tomorrow. So Gables is looking that up. I appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. Um, so yeah, so I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll it's gonna be a, a wait and see situation, I think, from us. We will. I will I'll post on the Twitter account, uh, Drunk Nerds Podcast, um, if we are going to go okay. live. Okay, Tyler. Just uh, interrupt you for a bit. This is for tomorrow, for June fourteenth. Here, so it's like Take Two Interactive has their at around ten fifteen. Then Capcom's going to follow suit at two thirty in the afternoon, in my time. 
which is like 5.30 Eastern. Then you have the Razer E3 keynote, which is at 3. Verizon keynote stream at 9 p.m. I mean, no, yeah, no one's going to fucking watch I think it's that. about the 5G. They're probably going to try to like sell us on buying games and stuff. Right? Yeah, so basically what it is, it's going to be Take-Two and Capcom tomorrow, quintessentially. Yeah, so we'll probably be back tomorrow night, but it, don't expect a big thing. I think we, we're going on for about about an hour right now for the, the total stream. Obviously, for audio listeners, we broke, we broke this up into two parts. Um so yeah, tomorrow will be a crapshoot, but expect it. I'll post the thing about what time it is. Hopefully, I can get off at a decent time and do, catch up on everything that happened, uh, and then for sure be back Tuesday night. Yes. Uh, for um, I think, well, what did I say? It was it's Nintendo, and I think Bandai Namco. If they have anything of note, we'll talk about that. Right. Exactly. Um, yeah. So that's kind of the plan uh, for everybody. So just kind of keep a lookout on everywhere we are. Uh, we're, when we're pods or cast, we're, we're on them. Apple, Spotify, Ghana, we're big in India right now. Um, Audible. If, you, if, I, if I, if I can put a podcast on it, it's there. Um, and then also like Twitch and twitch.tv slash drunkness, uh, drunkness podcast, uh, YouTube, just, just look at drunk. Basically just any social media site, um, Facebook and Twitter, Anywhere uh, video goes for, you know, we're, we're on there. Anywhere pods are cast, we're on there. Just look up Drunkner's podcast. Please, we really would appreciate more now than ever. Uh, thumbs up, shares, likes, um, five stars, comments, uh, whatever you can do. We really appreciate it. Um, just, just subscribe. Uh, you know, restarting a couple months ago, uh, about actually just about six weeks ago, uh, we are based, we're starting all over again, essentially, uh, after uh, Katy Perry took us down with the DMCA strike. Uh, so, um, now we need your help now more than ever about getting the news back up that we're still going, we're still alive. Uh, so yeah, uh, that was day two guys of E3 2021. Uh, like I said, expect us back tomorrow. If not, we'll let you know, but for sure Tuesday. And then also the thing is, uh, for people watching us on Twitch right now or watching the YouTube version of this, the plan is, uh, I'll post the entire thing. Like I've been doing the whole video will just go up as one big thing. So on Tuesday, we're going to do the Nintendo and everything else for day four. But then right after that, we're going to do our best and worst of E3 episode, which that will all go up on Tuesday for Twitch and YouTube. But for uh, audio listeners, I'll break the best and worst part up and put it up on Saturday. And Gables and I will be taking the weekend off. Oh, no after shit. streaming five days in a row. Um, Gables and I only <laughs> ever get two weekends off a year from from recording podcasts. Yes. It's the, it's the week... Um, the week that we do the after game of the year, like the first week of January, and then the Saturday after E3 yep. is when we take a break because we do a bunch of shows in a, sh- in a short amount of time, So um, which will be awesome because that gives us plenty of time. A lot of games have been coming out uh, this week, and it gives us time to jump into those. So, yeah, anyways, thank you guys uh, so much for listening. Like I said, like, subscribe, click the bell, do all that. We really appreciate it. Um, and I was Tyler. And I have been Colonel Gables. Until next time, everyone. Please look forward to night three of E3, even night, even the final night and stuff like that. But most importantly of all, thank you for listening to another fun-filled episode of the Drunk Dash Nerds podcast. And hey, Gables. Yep. Too sweet, baby. Too sweet, man. Bye, guys. See ya. All right. All right, so I got to...